Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he's grabbed from behind by Baratek and now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yerzhinsky wanting to know am I going. He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate and Yerzhinsky not only Step up to the plate for hour two of the hot corner. Posenek getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Rudin's a nope. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome in to the second hour of the hot corner. If you missed any of the first hour, you can download the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com or on Twitter. Friendly reminder, Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow, so there's that to check out around 4 o'clock. You can download that wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, We got Fair Foul at the bottom of the hour, which we'll get to as well, as we always do. But first, let let let's continue with the twins here. Okay. We were talking about we were talking about surprise teams in baseball and I was ready to just glance over them. And my fantastic co-host, our fantastic host of this great great show we do here, the best. The best. All right. Uh Mike wants to talk about the Twins. So I think at this moment Mike, the Twins are 13 and 8. Indians are 13 and 10. Tigers are 12 and 10. That's kind of where the division is right now at this moment. I think everyone expects the Indians to roll the division. You want to talk about the Twins? Go. Well, I was of the expectation that the Twins would be in the wild card hunt this year based on their their team and because the Indians are good but not great. Right. I felt like they would be able to, to stay near the top of the AL Central. And so far, it's been coming true. I would agree with that. I think the Twins last year had good talent. They're just in this weird thing. They're in this weird thing where one year they're really good, and then they have the same players the next year, and they're really bad. And then they have the same players the next year, and they're really good. Although this year, they've had an influx of players. So they've got a bunch of young guys who are kind of all popping at the same time. you got Eddie Rosario, who has 10 home runs, by the way. Jorge Polanco, the shortstop, sitting almost 400. Uh, Max Kepler is having a good start to the year. He's their young outfielder. Byron Buxton is actually hitting this year and is, of course, fielding because he's great. 
And they added in Marwin Gonzalez and Nelson Cruz, who were two veterans who helped this team immensely. And neither of them are having great starts of the year. Cruz is hitting well, but doesn't have a lot of bombs yet. Um, I dropped Gonzalez in my fantasy league. Me too. But it's just, uh, it was the right pieces, I think, at the right time to add to a lineup that desperately needed some vets to go with a lot of their young guys. So, And also they got Jonathan Scope, who had a really bad year last year, but is really, I think, much better than that. And he's, I guess he's probably a veteran, but maybe you're also just taking a chance on a guy who's really high ceiling. Yeah. So that's reason one why I think they're really exciting and good. But reason two is they have an ace who's actually an ace now, and Jose Barrios or Barrios or however the correct pronunciation of his name is. I think we're going with Barrios. Okay. He, uh, if you've watched him pitch the last few years, you know he's got special stuff. But he's always seen the stuff. But he's had issues with consistency this year so far. Consistent. And the, the kid good. is good. Yes. The kid is good and quite scary, to be honest with you. And as somebody who watches the American League Central on a consistent basis that has seen the Johan Santanas of the world, the uh, Justin Verlanders of the world, hell, the Chris Sales of the world, I am tired of these small market teams with dudes that are just aces. I'm used to it as an Indians fan, which is funny because, you know, we have Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer and Carrasco and blah, blah, blah. But I'm tired of seeing these guys and now add Barrios to the list. Yes. Now it's like, okay, great. I finally get rid of Verlander, get rid of Sale. You know, you move on and, oh, oh, cool. The Twins got another ace. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, so that's the reason why, and their bullpen's actually pretty good so far. They've got three guys who... It's it's committee. Were, well, yeah. The whole thing's committee. They were projected to be closers, Blake Parker, Tre- Trevor Hildenberger, and Trevor May. And so far, Parker's been the guy getting the saves. He's got four of them. But uh, Taylor Rogers also has three of them. So I guess they're kind of bouncing around all over the place. But they have a really low bullpen ERA. Parker's got a 1-2-3. Hildenberger's got a 2-1-6. May's a 3-8-6. Rogers is a 2-3-1. So the starters outside the Barrios are not super great. You got Michael Pineda, who's back in the league. You've got Jake Odorizzi, Kyle Gibson, all struggling to start the year. But it's the bullpen and the hitting that gets me excited about this team. And I think with Barrios, or Barrios, I'm going to get that. we got to find out what it is officially. Yeah. Uh, and I think Odorizzi is good. And yeah, I, think, I Kyle, think he's good, too. I think Kyle Gibson is good as well. So, to me, that's, that's a potential three-headed top of the rotation that will be good enough to really help this team push to the playoffs. Well, I'm just... I'm just excited about them because I like teams that build it this way and finally get young guys to pop. And I'm excited about Byron Buxton finally hitting well. Well, and I think that's great. And I think what we saw last year with the Milwaukee Brewers is you don't necessarily need great starters to get yourself somewhere. I think you need starters to win a World Series. But to get yourself into the playoffs, which the Twins could be fighting for right now, good bullpen, timely hitting. That's kind of the name of the game these days. And an ace. And an ace. Yep. And you got one guy that in a one-game do-or-die, you've got a guy there. And you were saying that you were excited about, you know, the young guys on that team, and that I, that makes me want to transition to this because I want to slide this in because we got something cool to talk about next. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. gets called up finally. Finally. Friday will be his first game in a Blue Jay uniform. Um, we knew that the Blue Jays were going to wait to make sure they could attain the – uh, control the service years. for a little bit, but it seemed to be delayed. It sounded like he was going to come up yesterday, uh, but something derailed that on Friday. So it sounds like they're actually trying to keep an eye on the kid. 
That's great. Uh, I I want to kind of open this real quick because we, we're up against the clock. I, I'm curious. There are so many young players right now that are hyped so hard. Can Vlad Jr. ever get to the hype? Yeah. Yeah? I think he can. You think he is that special of a player that he can do this? Yeah. I think from what I've seen from him in spring training and from the numbers, not that I've watched minor league games, but the numbers that I've seen from him in the minors and the scouting reports that I've seen, the key, I actually saw this one today. It says he is his father at the plate with more discipline. (laughs) That's scary. Isn't that terrifying? That's scary because Vlad was pretty smart guy at the dish. Right, but he swung at everything. Well, but he made contact with everything. True. So one could argue he swung because he knew he was going to make contact. So he's a guy who'll get on base more and can rake like his dad. I mean. Good God. How exciting is that? Good God. I don't even care that he's in my division. I want to watch him play. Well, you're just glad that ta- that Toronto's really bad. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Did you notice they called him up after they got two hit today? <laughs> they were like, all right. That's it. We're done. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> Someone call that kid. What's his name? What's that kid's name in the minors? I need that kid now. The Count Vlad. <laughs> the Count Vlad. Does he wear batting gloves? That's my biggest question. Ooh, I don't know. Because if he wears batting gloves, chump. Batting gloves? Shut up. <laughs> don't talk to me that way. <laughs> if he wears batting gloves, I'm going to be severely disappointed. Because his old man did not wear batting gloves. I'm going to say he wears batting gloves, but it's only because I think it's part of the look now. It's a cool thing. Uh, I think it's way cool to not wear batting gloves and swing a big stick and rake. So you're a gardener? Sure. I'm down (laughs) with that. If it gets me on base, baby, sign me up. All right. I, I, I have not seen pictures of whether or not he wears batting gloves. So, Well, I got to know. Well, apologies. We'll find that out soon. So that's exciting. We'll see Vlad Guerrero Jr. It sounds like on Friday. Uh, so that'll be exciting. So look out for him. One of the new up and coming, as I feel like we've got about six or seven of them in the game right now to pay attention to, whether it's Fernando Tatis Jr., Vlad Guerrero Jr., or, uh, uh, spoiler alert, my favorite, Pete Alonzo. Uh, there's a lot of young kids right now, and it's time to start watching those young kids play baseball. When we come back, Mike brought something up to me when we were off the air about an interesting way to look at some free agents and the minor league system in general. And I want to talk about that next. It's, we're going to get a little nerdy baseball, but I'm interested in that. And we got Farrafal at the bottom of the hour in 15 minutes. This is, this is the hot corner. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. That's Stevie Winwood. If you don't know Stevie Winwood, then it's time to get on board. Joe, I'm noticing that all the songs that Patrick picked are being played today, but yet all the songs that I picked are not being played. Damn right. And all the songs I picked were already in the system, so super easy. I'm sorry. There's a lot of death metal in the rotator, all right? It's just later. 
Yeah. Maybe next week. <laughs> you know, I honestly had an internal Bring thought. I was like, I wonder if Mike's going to, like, say anything, if he's going to notice. Like, I am. Bring I did pay, play all three of Patrick. I was like, ah, he won't care. I don't really care. I just wanted to, <laughs> to talk some smack. God. That's the higher love I've been thinking of. What, nothing? Nobody loves Stevie Winwood? Check out Traffic. That's a good band, too. I once saw Stevie Winwood open for Tom Petty at the Gorge. Rest in peace. Not Steve Winwood, Tom Petty. That was the summer after I went to Paris and saw the uh, Notre Dame Cathedral. Mm. A just couple wanted, of humble brags in a row just, right Just there. wanted to make sure I, no, I, I haven't seen that cathedral. I've never been to Paris. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know that classic, like, you know, God. once no, no, Notre Dame catches on fire and everybody's like, oh, my God, prayers, thoughts. And they show the picture they took like 15 oh years ago. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I got to see that place. By the way, I went to Paris once. And saw it. <laughs> and I saw it. Uh, and... Real quickly on that, though, Disney, they donated $5 million for repairs. Um, is it just me or for Disney? Is that not a lot of money? That ain't nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's like tossing a nickel to a peasant. Like, come on now. <laughs> also, the things I've been seeing on social media, you know who could use $5 million? Flint, Michigan. Mm. That's who could use five million dollars and some more. Yeah, like let's. <laughs> Never mind. That that that's a bad topic to go down the path of. Correct, Michael. Clean water, or do you, you don't want, want to people, go down the path? You don't want people to drink clean water. Oh, uh, I definitely want people to drink clean water. I'm pretty sure. Like, Op- I really badly want people to drink clean water. I'm pretty like, sure OP- across the world. OPB is down the road, so I mean, like, we can kind of you know do some merger here, maybe. I think there are very few things in this We're looking world. at some very unclean water out the window right now. <laughs> so, in oh the poop filled okay? Willamette. Yeah. <coughs> um My fantasy team's 3 for 33 today. I there are very few things Jesus. in the world that I want Not more great. than everyone drinking clean water. Do you know how much better the world would be if everyone drank clean water? How much better? Uh, probably 20% better than what it is now. Mm. I mean, the bar is set pretty low. Okay. The world sucks right now. You know what? I'm going to go 21%. Price is right, you. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. <laughs> you're like, you can talk about clean water all you want. And I bring it up and you're like, you shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say talk about it all you want. I was just goading you into doing it so I could shut it so down. So you could shut me down. God, you're so great, Mike. You're so great. Hey, there's an actual starter in the outfield for the Yankees. How do you like that? And you should have let him go two years ago. Yeah, probably. He's is a, le- he he's a starter. Leader. He's a leader is in the club. Is he a starter? He is. He has been our starter, yes. Only because Giancarlo's a DH. No, no, no. Well, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And when everyone gets healthy, yes, maybe yes, Clint yes. Frazier takes his job because he's been hitting well. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, speaking of the Yankees having a bunch of me, you, and Joes in the outfield, you were talking about this interesting uh, article you had read. It was not an or, article. Or theory. It was my father. It was your father. Because I got to go see the Yankees this your past weekend. Your father, Papa Lynch. Yes. Coming in hot. So it is Journalist, something... Papa Lynch. Uh, publisher. Publisher. Yes. Publisher, researcher, analyst, scout, Papa Lynch. Event, what's what's event his first name? Creator, Gary. I'm sticking with Papa. Okay. Ooh, hashtag I'm Gary. Hashtag I'm Gary. Ooh, also I like my, it. Also my middle name. 
So, ooh, you guys are just Gary's all. No wonder you love Sanchez. He's garbage, and you guys love well, it's, him. It's the thing on my father's <laughs> side. The the men have their dad's middle name. He's absolutely Our garbage, and you all name. love Gary Sanchez. No wonder the the theory slash the strategy they've been doing, which I did not know until he told me this. So, forgive me for not knowing Yankee fans, but apparently, one of the to quote Moneyball inefficiencies that they were trying to exploit was acquiring basically career minor leaguers who had been stuck on a team who couldn't promote them because of a certain player being there or whatever, right? Okay. And trade for them for basically nothing because they're career minor leaguers and have your scouting report find guys who just appear undervalued, right? Someone who just couldn't cut it yeah, and try to change them into a good player. Lonnie Chisenhall. Exhibit number A for the Yankees is Luke Voigt from the Cardinals. Right who they traded Chase and Shreve, who was a crappy left-handed reliever. Everyone hated him. Yes. And uh, Luke Voigt has now reached base safely in 35 consecutive games. He's, the taking the, he's taking the position from Greg Bird. Yes. Who was, well, Greg who, Bird lost the position by being bad. Well, right, so. right. But Greg Bird was a highly touted prospect, and I think the Yankees are in a comfortable enough place that they could have stuck with him to see if he would come along with multiple at-bats. But, yeah, you're right. He lost it himself. But, yeah, so Voight was example number A. And then the reason this got brought to light is because uh, all the injuries have created opportunities for all these guys in the minors. And the thing is, is the Yankees two years ago had one of the best farm systems in baseball, but now that's kind of gone because they brought a bunch of them up. Isn't that funny? And they've traded some. And Yankees farm system sucks. Yeah, man, they're all in the bigs. Yeah. <laughs> Astros farm system sucks. Yeah, dude, they won a World Series. <laughs> <laughs> so what what they're doing is – they're finding these career minor leaguers and they're having their scouts look for guys who appear to have talent and they're trading for them because it doesn't cost anything. And one of the examples right now is Mike Talkman, who actually made the major league roster as the backup utility outfielder. Mm -hmm. He was acquired by the Rockies this off season or this spring training for another minor leaguer. And now he's hit a couple of home runs and he's actually having big at bats. and He's not that bad. And another one that you'll be familiar with is Giovanni Urshela who was a former Indian who they traded for, who's now getting big at bats because of the injuries. But I just think it's a really interesting strategy because guys are going to get hurt. That's sports. Right. That's baseball. And if you don't have the top farm system to bring up great players anymore, you don't want to be stuck bringing up your personal AAA guys who have been there for 30 years that aren't very good. Right. Exaggerating. 10 years. But you want to go find guys you think are good and are stuck in bad situations to replace them. And I think that's exactly what they've done because this year when the Yankees caught up all these guys, when, when these, when these uh, players went down with injuries, I went, I don't know who Talkman is. I don't know who Urshela is. I don't know who Mike Ford is. And most of these guys were just acquired this year in a trade. So it's a new strategy that they're using, which I think is a really interesting thing that might catch on because it helps when guys get hurt. Well, I think what grabs my attention about it is I think so many times when we look at, people's minor league system it's all about prospects you know what i mean it's all about how good will uh fernando tatis jr be you know how great will vlad jr be how great will you know fill in the blank you know hey we draft dansby swanson number one how good will he be that i think we overlook that the minors are completely full of fringe players that is what AAA is. Yep. 
they're all fringe players. And I think it's something that would behoove you as a team. And it's funny that the Yankees are doing this because they have, you know, basically disposable income in comparison to a lot of teams. That how is this not the way that small market teams are looking? You know, what it costs you to get Luke Voigt, a player you hate yep. that wasn't very good, who's probably in AAA right now. So you can grab those fringe guys and plug them in. And I love this concept. I love this concept. It, it's adding more value to looking at your minor league system. If you're the Minnesota Twins, we were just talking about the Twins. If the Twins come August, you know, they don't have a lot of guys that they want to trade. They don't have a lot of money, that kind of stuff. But it's like, well, if I can get that Luke Voigt guy, if I can get that Mike Ford guy because my left fielder went down, plug him in, that guy's going to be so jacked to play. And it might be the good route. Well, and you have to trust your scouts, too, to say, here's a guy who is who is just being undervalued by his franchise right now, who we think with a couple of tweaks here and there, maybe a year or two with us, will turn into a solid quality, maybe not starter, but quality effective player to help the team out in need. Right. And depending on the type of manager you have, you know, if I'm a, and I'm going to only use this because I'm, you know, used to these guys. If you're a Terry Francona, you're like, yeah, I can, I can tweak that guy's hitting stance. I can get him to hit. We can make that better. Yep. If you're the Mets and you're Mickey Calloway, it's like, oh, that guy, yeah, well, his sinker's just kind of hanging. It's not dropping enough. I can fix that. That's all it takes, just some of those little tweaks on those fringe players. You're not expecting them to hit 50 bombs or have a 2.16 ERA by any means, but in a spot, in a clutch, you could use them. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think it's something maybe we as fans ignore, too, so maybe it's been happening at a greater rate than than even I know at this point. But you see trades for minor leaguers and you go, okay, who cares? Yeah, you just see names and you're like, okay, I he's not. But that's what I'm saying. He's not a top prospect. It's not Francisco Mejia where you're like, you know, oh, hey, Lucas Giolito or or what, whatever the dude's name for uh, uh, Chicago. Yeah, you know, Yohan Moncada. You know, it's not that... Like, oh, okay, we've heard about these guys. I've heard this Chris Bryant guy is going to be really good. Sometimes, if you can have those dudes that are fringe, that can push you over. Well, and I guess if you think about it, if you're acquiring a minor leaguer in a trade, you see something for, from him. But a lot of the times, I think from what you see is the the super young guys get acquired who are just blocked by a bunch of players. Right. Not the 26-year-old who's been in AAA for five years. And right. If you're an infielder for Houston, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you're not breaking in. Right. So maybe that's that's a place you can go look for. Yeah. Unless the Astros are really high on that player, too. So I just thought it was a really interesting strategy. And, I mean, it's not something that's there to, to win you championships. But in a situation where the Yankees are in now where 13 of their players are on the, the IL, having guys who at least have large amounts of experience is way better. And he have even been in the majors because both Talkman and Urshela have been in the majors before. Mm-hmm is way better than bringing up a guy for his first time. Well, I think this is an interesting interesting topic that I'd love to keep an eye on throughout the season and especially throughout the years to come as Major League Baseball has been very, very big on the minor league system and the rebuild and all that kind of stuff. We've seen the mold, and we're all starting to pay a lot more attention to minor league and prospects. It's going to be interesting to see how this comes along. All right, when we come back, we have fair or foul, and then we'll wrap this bad boy up as we do every single week. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. 
Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is fair or foul on the the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is Fair or Foul, and we're going to pull a quick page from uh, Prime Time, and uh, I'm not going to look at the clock. So without further ado, this is Fair or Foul. I'll turn it over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher. All right. So we talked about uh, teams that have been surprising. Um, what's not been surprising is Chris Davis not being able to hit the ball. We've talked about it immensely this year. Hey, Chris Davis is doing all right. I, I saw the other day he was batting 247, but now he's at like 253. Uh, not, not quite. He's um, talking about Chris with a C. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about Chris with a K. I'm talking about the real baseball player. Sorry, my bad. My yeah, bad. My so, bad. Continue. Yeah, the Oakland A's Chris has one K. The Baltimore Orioles Chris has lots of K's. <laughs> many, many K's. Um, <laughs> but believe it or not, yeah, it's been swinging the stick a little bit better lately. Wait, Chris Davis with a K only has one strikeout this year? No. Never mind, Mike. Come on. Yeah. Are you serious? Catch up, bro. Oh. There you go. Okay. There we go. Jeez, man. Thank you. He's um, the smart one of the three, too. I know. Jeez Louise. Uh, but Chris Davis, he actually has been hitting the ball lately. I have noticed this a little bit. And uh, has he been hitting it so well that fair or foul, he is batting above 300 since ending his hitless streak. That 0 for 50 whatever. Uh, Above 300? Above 300 since obviously no that's i'm pretty sure that's foul i've seen he's been a part of the Orioles scoring runs which i guess is a victory upon itself but above 300 i'm not willing to give him that much credit i'll say foul i believe this is fair <laughs> i think the man has had two home runs and a double since he's broken that streak that's three hits good how do we get to 300 well he doesn't play every day that and is it, true. I have seen him rest a couple of days. Yeah, he did not he play gets today, out actually. seven <laughs> times, and he gets on three times. That's 300. I'm going to say fair. Patrick, you're a smart man. You're smart to believe in uh, my Orioles and Chris Davis. He is batting above 300. Yeah, baby. Uh, extra credit. Is he batting above 350? No, never. And if he is, those are fake stats. I lost all faith in you, Patrick, because he's nine for twenty-five. Good for a batting average of three sixty since nine his hitless for streak. Twenty-five. Let's wow. go. Comeback player of the year. I am now rooting for Chris Davis. <laughs> now, Let's yeah. go. I, I, I was wrong once. I was against you once, Chris Davis. I will never be against you again for the rest of the season. Now, granted, yeah, he has uh, sat a couple of days, so. Well, that's that's how I had. A, that's why I had a good feeling. He's over three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sticking in the AL East, though. Um, we got one team that's surprising, the Rays. One team that's disappointing, the Red Sox. And one team that's getting just beat all to hell, the Yankees. So right now, 
Is it uh, fair or foul? Only one team going to make the AL East? And who would that be? You mean make the playoffs out of the AL East? Yes. Um, I mean, are the Rays fool's gold? No, are I'm, the Red I'm, Sox this bad? Are the Yankees just uh, snake bitten with injuries? I'm still going to say foul on this one. I, it's so early. I think both the Yankees and Red Sox could and will recover, and I think the Rays will be involved in it, so I think more than one team will be in it by default on that. Although I'm speaking highly of the Twins, I think they have a chance to be in the wild card race. It's just less likely to me. And then outside of the Astros, I know the AL West is having some teams play well at the moment, including your Seattle Mariners, but my trust for that is even lower. So by the day, I'll say foul. I'll say multiple teams will still make it out of the AL East. Um, I will say foul only because I do believe that the Rays and the Yankees are legit. I do think when the Yankees get healthy, uh, especially the, the big one for me with the Yanks, to keep it short, is Severino. If Severino comes back and pitches well, I've liked what, I like what I've seen from James Paxton. I think Tanaka is being the Tanaka we expect, which is, I think, actually the most important thing right now is for Tanaka to be the Tanaka we expect. I like the Rays. I don't think the Rays are going anywhere. However, I say foul, right? We're saying foul that yeah. multiple teams will. However, it's a two-team race, in my opinion. And, like, we need to see the Mariners are good come the All-Star break. I need to, I need the Red Sox to tell me that they're not bad. And that's going to take the All-Star break for me. Because right now, I think that pitching staff is so dismal is so atrocious that not even signing Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell can fix it. So the Red Sox need to show me. However, I am a believer in the Rays. So I'll say foul. Well, it's fair. You just haven't seen that uh, Orioles second half resurgence yet. So um, that would be (laughs) fantasy pickup of the year. Uh, Just wait. We'll make some deals. All right. Um, Get some Andrew Kashner in there. Is he still on the team? Yes, sadly. <laughs> um, all right, moving Signed on. Sign Bartolo late in the year. Um, actually, I'll give you guys the choice here. Would uh, uh, you like to choose a Bryce Harper-esque question or a Seattle Mariners-esque question? I want Let's both. Do... I want both. Rapid fire? We're against the clock. I, I can do it. I, I, like bow, I bow to the host of the show. I all like right. both. I like questions. I like fair foul. Bryce, Bryce Harper's got a lot and of I don't attention care about the clock. to start the season. You would, Actually, I really do. I don't know Sorry. if you guys have watched Sorry, a lot Jeff. of his baseball, really but uh, is he uh, fair or foul leading the league in strikeouts? Bryce Harper? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, I feel like you're saying this because it's fair, but I can't believe that's true. I'm going to go foul. I hate Bryce Harper more than maybe anybody on the planet <laughs> outside of Bryce Harper himself. <laughs> because I bet you he looks in the mirror and goes, man, you suck, dude. And that's why he's so cocky and arrogant. Just mad. Uh, uh, I can't. I Mad at himself. As as much as he frustrates me as a hitter, you know, I you know, I think. This isn't rapid fire, Patrick. Sorry. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say foul. There's no way. I'd be shocked if he was leading the league in strikeouts. I just think there's people like Chris Davis in the world that 
There's too many people that strike out way too much. Yeah, for the A's, yeah. I mean, he's like either a big home run hitter or he just strikes out. There's got to be somebody on the White Sox that already has 200 strikeouts. Well, if I would have thrown in the qualifier National League, then it would have been fair. But it is foul because Jorge Soler has 39 strikeouts to Bryce Harper's 34. Wow. Wow. That is really surprising to me. Trying too hard in Philly. Batting 261 as well. But he and is still 261 on, is par for the course. He is still getting on base, though. And the quick last one, Mariners and Marlins related. Fair foul. Oh. The Mariners have scored 100 more runs than the Marlins already this season. Oh, dare. I was just looking at this, too. It's got to be fair. It has to be fair. Because uh, we just talked about how they had 163, which was 20 more than anybody else. Yeah. Or 30 more than anybody else. Yeah, so and, I'm the, go and the Marlins' and run differential is, like, minus 77. Something like that. I think I think I can even find that. Not to ruin uh, Joe's well, uh, yeah, fair or that, foul here. That, that would. But I'm about to do it. Well, answer, Joe. Yeah, well, just tell us. Felix wished uh, he would have got some run support. Minus 49. And uh, for this question to be fair, you guys wish they would have got some run support. Actually, only a 98 run difference. They got shut out today, so if they would have gotten two runs at least... That would have given the victory and the 100 run differential. I feel differential. like that's semantics on a question like that. <laughs> so the Marlins aren't as bad as we thought, but still the worst team in baseball. 98 runs worse. Are they the worst team in baseball? Yes. Dude, they scored 65 runs in what? Like 23 games? Yeah, they have 65 runs. 24 games. Who's Everybody best, in the National League hitter? East has 123 more. Starling Castro. Is he can you who's name a, hitting best? Can you name another hitter? Uh, yeah, because I'm playing them in MLB The Show right now. No, but um, I'm just seeing who actually is hitting the best for them. They're averaging about, uh, Brian Martin, Anderson? Martin barely th- barely Martin three Prado runs a game. He's hitting 320. Dude, they have Curtis Granderson starting every day. Yeah, he's hitting 160. Oh, my God. Castro's hitting 247. Neil Walker. Jorge Alfaro from the Phillies. Remember him? He's hit 267 so far. This team is hot, hot, hot garbage. All right, when we come back, that is fair or foul. Thank you, Joe. That was fantastic. When we come back, uh, we'll wrap this bad boy up as we do every single week. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Save 50 here on the hot corner. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4 o'clock. You get iTunes, podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com. You like beer? I like beer. Thank you, Joe, by the way, for some hot eye valiance right there. Got some eye valiance. Did I say that right when I asked you? Yeah. Okay. Well, you said high valiance, I think. Oh, no, I meant I, because right. I was looking at it. It was I, comma. I was worried that I said valiance wrong. Nope, that's the name of the band. Really good band, if you haven't heard them. If you Really like good band. Really good band. A uh, funny thing I saw the other day, speaking of beer, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about this for the podcast, who knows. But uh, there is a uh, goat festival that's about to go on with, like, Wayfinder and Chuck-a-Nut and some people. Goat? 
Yeah, like like the animal or like greatest of all time. The goat, like the animal. And follow me on this. It's it's a Maybach type festival, which the most common beer in that style is like a Doppelbach. Okay. And so this goat is like the theme of it, because you remember the Luca Brader, which is a Doppelbach from uh, Occidental, has a goat on it. Okay. Kiss the goat from gigantic gigantic yep and then wayfinder is about to release where goat uh which is a doppelbach okay so apparently goats it, are the thing it's a thing all right and the reason i thought of this is because apparently there's a great metal band locally called where goat cool and i think we need to like give werewolf but where goat yeah but i think we need to give where goat a lot of love apparently one guy in this band is a butcher and they frequently play shows with animal products on them and blood all over them. Mm. That uh, sounds about metal to me. And they might go to this uh, goat beer festival dressed in... Uh, their usual garb. Dressed in their usual garb. And play some uh, some death metal for you? Well, I don't know if they're going to let them play, but I, I don't... I'm not a de- I'm not a metal guy, but I would definitely listen to Wear Goat. Yeah, you'd listen and go, Ugh. Well, yeah, but I mean, I would do that for any metal band. I mean, that's well, just- I know that's why they don't have metal bands do things like this because most people will be like, uh, please stop. But I will definitely watch someone with like animal product hanging on them in blood. Mm. Okay, as an actor, I can appreciate that. There's a band that I saw live called flesh god apocalypse yep that's a real band name say that again flesh god space apocalypse bless you thank you they are from italy and they dress uh it is pronounced idly <laughs> and they dress like zombie like tuxedo dudes and it's actually kind of cool watching them up on stage they were zombie tuxedo they were dudes. they were tuxes but they're zombies yeah okay it's a thing in metal. They, there's people who, who wear things, and there's themes. It's, I'm not all about that. Like, it's kind of weird. I feel like if you're good at, at what you're doing, you don't need the, the show to be that weird about it. Like, just play your music right, and be good about but it, it. But it's still kind of part of the it, – it's the showmanship. Yeah, it's it's part of metal a little bit. A band that I saw recently, uh, ready for another metal band name, Slaughter to Prevail. Uh, again, I'll say Slaughter to Prevail. They uh, their dude wore a mask the entire twenty minute set that he did the last show I saw. So how do you guys feel about a band like Slipknot that all wore masks for years? I always thought it was a little creepy. But you, but I mean, it sounds like everybody does that. Well, some people do. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if that's what you want to do. Is that, is that the not, right? Is that the right genre? Is Slipknot fit into what you guys are doing? Uh, over I mean, there? Slipknot is. I, I would. They're like a pioneer of the genre, but they do not like a mainstream pioneer. They are of the a genre? mainstream pioneer. Yeah, they're like Disturbed. Those two, Disturbed. to me, are together like the mainstream metal pioneers. Disturbed. Yeah. Remember, remember Disturbed? I do. What was the song that I know? I only know one of them. Stricken? Yeah, how'd that song go? Down with the Sickness? Down with the Sickness. Oh, that's them? I know that song. Yeah. I mean, I don't love that song, but it was like, oh, I do know one of the songs. Well, I know the band. Uh, you probably know-, know more songs than you think by them, because they actually have been like played on radio before. Hmm. So you might you might know some more. Prayer, a good song by them. Off the album, Believe. I've seen them actually in concert. That's the second album they came out with. Damn. Joe, bringing in hot with the metal. 
Oh yeah, rock new, uh, new metal. N U. I did. I did go to. I did once go to an Audio Slave show, in which Thirty Seconds to Mars and Seether opened. Is Seether considered like no good stuff? What about? I, mean, I don't know about good. They're they're more like. They're more like pop rock. I also saw in my opinion. uh Taproot. I don't know who that is. And Power Man Five Thousand. Ooh, I've heard of them before. And Mudvayne? Yeah. Are those real things? Those are, I mean, they're real <laughs> things. You said you saw them. But I... <laughs> those are some stats for your ass. I think there's a difference a little bit between Disturbed and those guys. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, that's that. When we come back next week, we got more baseball, and there's going to be some Champions League, so you know I'm going to talk about that. We got a bunch of stuff for you. Thank you for listening to us. Beers on us tomorrow at 4 p.m. Download that. Rate, subscribe, give us some love. You can also check this on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080 The Fan. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Like anything, really. Disturbed. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.